Hello, hello, and welcome to another Billowing Hilltop podcast. Nothing special to report this week. We'll get straight on with the show. But before we do, please don't forget that we always love to hear from you on social media, or you can email us on hello at billowinghilltop.com. And if you like what we do, please consider giving us a rating or a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to us. And now, episode 131, The Writings on the Wall. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. I'm with evening. everyone. Evening. Hello. I thought Hello. last week, since we were so tired and down, you know, and nobody said anything, I, I would be the voice of joy and ebullience. There you go. The golden socialist Aslan of death. That's right. Yep. Leading Hi. the charge towards love. Welcome to the third best <laughs> podcast in the world. Yes, we are the third best podcast in the world. Exactly. Voted Graham. for by Graham. 11 We people. have Master of Spider Science, Dr. Eusebio Spider-Lucas. <laughs> and we've got, easing himself into his specially adapted high chair, <laughs> corpulent form, Johnny. Good evening. And no Paul. Should we have a recap? No Paul, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. He's broken. We need to get the if diodes we get him, fixed. Lucas, if you can, you know, tinker, maybe we can get him operative at some point later this evening. Let us... It's like a it's bad orac. Bad orac. Uh, yeah, it's like a, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the old woman who was... Uh, who yeah, was I was going to say, it sounds like that person from last time. <laughs> Who's going to do the recap? Shall I roll? Yeah, go on. I reckon this is the worst recap to have to do of all time. Looking around the table from my left to my right, rolling a D4, charged with the duties. <laughs> Master of Spider <sighs> Science. Lucas. Um, yeah, we went to the, uh, is it called the Deluxury Hotel? For lunch. Mm-hmm. For yeah. lunch. Sessions got talking to uh, a tables. lady at the blackjack table, or whatever the equivalent is. Yeah. And there seemed to be a dearth of visitors for this large banquet. Um, and then so oh, well we, remembered. Yes. we got talking to... We got tickets. We got tickets to the, the banquet. We got tickets. Yeah, we got tickets. We also found out about the people and going to the Dragon Island. Yes. Yes. And we discovered the banquet is not until uh, the 20th of Fart, when there will also right. be a conjunction. So we've got eight days to basically fill time. Yes. So now we're yes. off to this sick house, and then we basically we discovered underneath the sick house trapdoor which we think goes down to something which must be to do with an old lair of the Ebon Triad or at least that's what we're going to try and find out. That was a pretty decent job I have to say. That's right. He has his uses. Right. Where we left things, uh, you yeah. are clambering down a shaft. A shaft lined in red brick. If you've dropped down, I don't know, 5-10 feet it drops further than the extent of your dark vision. Even oh, by the way, one thing that you missed out from last week's summary, Lucas, is that we lost Alessandra. Oh, we yeah. did. She said when you were having lunch at the Deluxury, you were doing whatever you were doing, and then when you were trying to get tickets, you realised that you only had four people to get tickets for, and you've not seen her since. Anyway, back to the back to the shaft. Are you continuing to descend? Yeah, I'm going to go down, sort of making sure that if I see anything changes in the layout of the shaft, like 10 foot below me, then I will stop. 
So if I see like, you know, if it comes to a point where there seems to be a door at the bottom or when it starts opening out yeah, or whatever, it, so yeah. I'm like not going to immediately appear in front of a door or something. No, no, no. When you get to about 40 feet down, maybe a little further, you realize that your dark vision is revealing to you an end to things. Mm-hmm. You can see a distinct circle. You can see the end of the shaft and you can see that it must open out into a larger chamber below mm-hmm. where you are now, obviously wreathed in darkness. What would you like to do? Well, I'll continue until about 10 foot above that. Fine. The ladder mm. continues further than the base of the shaft. You must assume, therefore, it just carries on down into this larger open space beneath you. Right. What about when I get to else? about? What about everybody okay. else? Well, keep, keep climbing there. In the parlance of old school D and D, what's your marching order? Parker at the bottom, being followed by Purple and Buggy. Are you on the ladder? Buggy's being carried on the sweepstake by me. Yes. Yes. Okay, so you've got the two hobbits on the sweepstake, floating above the other two on the right. ladder. Yep. Got it. You want to keep going? So when I get to within five feet. Yes, you can see the I'm floor. A... It looks like you're... Yeah. How far um, is the floor from the ladder? I think it's about 30 feet from the base of the shaft to the floor. Okay. Uh, if you gently breast the base of the shaft... <laughs> <laughs> without Alessandra here, that stuff just doesn't work. There's no light below you, but you can make out some details below you. Yeah. Any movement? No, there's no movement. There are some mats like little rugs or carpets like prayer mats that kind of size mm-hmm. scattered about the floor beneath you they look like chapel they have been there for a long time and they've rotted away okay they're fairly plain but each one of them bears a single simple black triangle what about the on triad uh, what about the um the rungs of the ladder and stuff. Does it look like anybody's been down here recently? Give me a survival check. Okay. 15? Is that good enough? You don't think that anybody has been here recently. You can certainly see signs that this ladder has been used, but nothing that looks fresh. There's no... Re- like, dust has yeah. collected. Yeah. Okay, so I will go to... This feels a dead and abandoned. Right, so I will go to basically just above the opening. And I have the feeling that, that you know, I'm still not like with my head like poking right out. That my head would still be in the darkness of the... Um, Let me put you on a different map. ...shaft. Oh, a new map. Let's put Parker on this map. Yeah. Your, your head pokes down into a domed chamber. The walls are made of red brick and it's lined with stone beams that arch up to where your head is poking out mm-hmm. of the shaft. The iron ladder drops all the way down to about two feet from the floor. Yeah. The chamber itself is empty, apart from the, the prayer mats that I described earlier. You can see off to your right east. Uh, east, yes. That there is an opening. Yes. Can I see anything leads. down there? I think at the angle that you're at, you can see a little bit more. Yes. The actual passageway is quite tight, quite constricted. Mm -hmm. It's only about four or five foot tall. 
So you don't get afforded a very good view from your ceiling vantage point of what is to come. But you can see that it's like a little four foot, five foot wide passage that seems to lead off to the east. And after about five foot, maybe you get the impression that there are some niches or some little alcoves or something branching out. That's really all you can see. I'll put that in on the map now. I will ask everybody to be quiet. Yeah. And then I will listen. Give me a perception check. Fifteen. Silent as a tomb, Parker. Nothing. No sound, no nothing. No air currents. Feels like dead space. Shall I go down further? Yeah. Okay, so what I will do is I will drop down. So I'll go down on the ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and got it. I will do a little bit of a jump so that I will end okay. up basically... First thing I want to do I'm is to avoid you. the... Um, yeah, mats. avoid the area of floor directly beneath and the ladder. Avoid the mats. mats, and I want to stand so that I'm basically to the north of the corridor that's going east. So tucked around, as yeah. it were, taking kind of cover yeah, from the corridor. That's right. Is that yes. the way of putting it? But are you peeking around and looking and down? And then I will peek around, and then I will peek and look round and look down. Got it. You've peeked. I just don't want to be standing the... in the line of the corridor yeah, or some trap. Parker, you can see that passageway extends 10, 20, 30, 40 yeah, you can see all the way along with your dark vision. Passageway runs for about 25 feet, but after 5 feet and 15 feet, there seem to be openings off to the sides. You don't know how far back they go they could just be alcoves, they could be niches or they could be little passageways. And then at the end of that passageway it seems to open out and you can see the far wall of what you might infer is a circular but smaller chamber, really only 15 feet across. Mm -hmm. Not so big. Right. Mm. I'll climb down and I want to... Purple's climbing down. I want to, yep. With my sword, I want to shift some of these prayer mats, see if just check there's nothing underneath them. Nope, nothing. It's all pretty plain. Test, they, test they the floor. mildewy and then... Test the floor directly know. below the ladder. Holding it's on solid enough. Okay, stand on it. Yep, absolutely fine. Right. Give me a survival check. 15. You really feel like this isn't something that's been left for, I don't know, a few months. This is something that's not been disturbed for years. Yeah. Right. Okay. Remember, I've got detect invisibility and... Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see invisibility and detect. Yeah, and magic. take magic. You're stepping up to that passageway and looking off to the east, right? Yeah. You can see a little bit more than Parker if you stand right at the entrance. The little alcoves or side passages certainly extend more than just the sort of couple of inches that you can see when you're standing back from the, the passageway entrance. Now you're standing right up there and having a look. They certainly run back for two or three feet. Okay. Difficult at your angle. Give me a perception check as you look down the passageway. Oof. 26. The nice. The curved wall that faces you at the far end it's also lined in red brick. It's also caked with some kind of mould right. and other weird encrustations. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like mineral furring. Like something's been precipitated out of the air and has collected in the brickwork. Mm. But where that encrustation is not so thick, you can make out with your perception check. There are weird runes and graphical figures carved into the bricks. Right. Mm -hmm. But no magic. Right. What about sessions and buggy? Um, I think 
sessions, I'll fly down to the ceiling of the round chamber mm-hmm. in the centre. Floating up near the ceiling, yep. okay. I yep. can drop Buggy on the ground if that's what he wishes. Yeah, I spring down with my ringer jumping. Okay. Yes. Flame tongue out. Does it look damp down here like it was once underwater or flooded? No, but it feels damp like the cellar of a neglected building. Do the walls look completely watertight, airtight? Give me an intelligence check. Oh, it's not very good, is it? Well, if you've got anything, Dim. if you've got a relevant skill... Is there a relevant skill, mm, Graham, you're the rules master? Seven. So far as you can tell... Are the blocks very tightly fitting? What kind of... It's red standard construction bricks with mortar. Okay. Edwardian? Monk Tudor? You're right. It is that kind of Tudor era thing. A slightly smaller brick, mm-hmm. slightly less... Uniform. Thank you. Slightly less uniform. So they're uniform not like tightly fitting molding. blocks or anything like that. There's more to between It is nicely them, constructed. Well, I was going to say... This, in is places. The, this is the difficulty. Your cursory inspection tells you that there don't seem to be obvious gaps or breaks. But if you were fishing for the idea that the whole thing is underwater and the water is being held back by some specially yeah, constructed hermetic seal, mm-hmm. it's difficult to tell. You couldn't rule it out, but with a seven, you don't know. Who's going to take the next step? I will prod the five foot in front of me, so the first first five foot of the corridor. Dull thumping? Yeah, and then I will shuffle forwards. Well, they are alcoves. Mm-hmm. On your left and on your right. Give me a perception check. Twelve. Apparently empty. <laughs> okay, prod the five foot in front of me. Oof. Mm-hmm. And prod the alcoves. Mm-hmm. And step forward. And step forward. Uh, and step back again before Mike can say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, it doesn't seem to be anything. Go and have a look, Bugroff. There's another set of alcoves is what you reveal. Yeah. You can see that the end of the passageway kind of roundy chamber at the is end. curved and there's something going on with the floor of the chamber at the end. There's something magical about the floor. Illusion. All the way through? Past the edge. So it's like the corridor ends with a sort of circular lip and then there is a floor. Yes. Oh, so what you mean the of... circular bit of the floor is magical? That's right. The circular bit of the floor is magical. What school? Illusion. Right. Illusion. Right. Ah. Okay. So, how do I disbelieve? How can I um, Can I just attempt to... If you were to physically interact with an illusion, then you just immediately know that it's not real. If you use your action to examine the image, you can determine if it is or is not an illusion with a check. Throw a pebble. Uh, You're a bit lame. Actually, uh, hold on, hold on. Illusion rules. Don't throw that. There could be somebody down there. I don't think there's anybody here. Yeah, I think... Quick whispered conversation, or rather a whisper from Parker, and then just totally normal level. I don't think there's anybody here from... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what I... Yeah. Yeah. Go on, then. I'll throw a pebble. Fuck it. You're going to chuck it? Yep. It disappears through the floor. And you hear kind of ow, <laughs> and a low rumbling growl, beating of drums, <laughs> and you can hear it kind of pinging and ricocheting down, down, echoing down and down. I think it's about 100 feet down to where you are. This is definitely orders of magnitude further than that. I don't know how you would know that, but 
it seems to drop an awfully long way. It seemed to rattle and ping and ricochet. So you think there's probably some a, a shaft that roughly follows the dimensions of this. But does it chamber? Does it eventually hit hit something bottom? Yeah, I mean you don't know how far down, but sure. you can hear Very it sort of like. come to a kind of plinkety ricochet kind of rest. Now, when that pebble goes through the floor, you know it's an illusion, and now you can see through it. I think it's still there, but you can see through it. It's yeah, it's, okay. it's unclear. Yeah. Okay. But there's Which no means other. That with your dark no vision, traces. you can see down a bit. No, and you can see that the walls continue seemingly unbroken, and they have the same pattern: red brickwork with some kind of weird runes and markings. A strange kind of deposit on and what's, the brickwork and dark above that, above the illusory floor. What's up? I'm saying that the corridor and the roof of this chamber at the end are both the same. Let's say twelve feet. Okay, so it doesn't look like there's an illusion. There's a magical trace above as well as below. No, no, no. Okay. And these alcoves... That's quite <clears throat> a lot from Burple. Yeah, fine, fine. Who else wants to do what? Parker Bugraft sessions? No, none of them. There uh, are well, no, I am the frontline fighter. I'll move as oh. the, uh, into the After corridor. You. Give me a perception check. Perceptione. Oh, 15. You spot something. Something that Burple missed. I don't miss anything. Worms <sighs> sessions. Where? Everywhere! Only a couple of shriveled, dead, you think, worms. Where? At the far end of the niches. We're not talking about big monster ones. We're talking about okay. things the size of your thumb. Not Why? Session's thumb, because that would be something too small to see with the naked eye. But, you know. <laughs> it's not that small. Things the size of a, a human thumb. Not a child's. Anyway. I point them out to... Um, we can't yeah, see your fingers. Look. They're too small. <laughs> It, Long, dead, dried, green worms. Yeah, nobody can... You point them out, nobody can see your fingers, so they don't know where you're pointing, or, or what you're doing, or who you are, or if you're there. What about anybody else? Buggy's just hanging back? Uh, I'll search the walls of this circular chamber that we... <laughs> oh, that's a good lot. thing to be doing, yeah, to be doing... It yeah, yeah, yeah. tends to be yeah. doing something yeah. without... It's really down yeah, there, it's isn't it? I'm not going down there. Click <laughs> a quadrant. It's a circular chamber, you could I'll pick the one south quarter. East quadrant. Okay, give me an intelligence investigation check. Twelve. You don't find anything that looks interesting. Just looks like brickwork. Mm. Parker, do you want to... All right, I'll do the northeast quadrant. Yeah, give me a a check. While you're at it. That's a twelve. the business of not doing anything. Yeah, nothing. You feel like you've been thorough. You just don't feel like you've found anything. Well, you haven't found anything. Let's go back around again. I mean, in any order, we're not in initiative order. 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 Okay, well, Burp will Order. search the southwest quadrant. We'll go back. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I was going yes. to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll do no. the northwest. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the number. Go forward methodically. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. Burp and Bugraft give me uh, checks. Burp gets a 17. Yeah, uh, you feel like you've thoroughly searched and found nothing of interest. Yeah. Buggy gets a 1. You're no. not sure, Buggy. You've, there might be something there, actually. Parker or Sessions want to do anything? I will move up to the second set of alcoves. Yes. And when I get to there, how much can I see further? And you can see what well, you've you got dark vision. The, but yeah, you know, that, I'm saying that you know that it's an illusory floor. Yeah. Again, so I don't think the rules are very clear. Can but I now I'm, see that it is actually a round room or are there any yeah, it's a round, corridors it's to the a, north or the south? Yes, it's a round room. You can see that much, I think, if you kind of peer forwards. Okay, so I'll move up to the edge of the 
illusion. Yeah. Give me uh, a perception check, please. There's a 14. You can make out these markings. You get the sense that you're looking at something that's writing, that's got significance, that has a meaning. But it doesn't resemble a language in the sense that you understand it. It seems to be a mixture of hieroglyphics and weird tangled symbols that don't seem to repeat or have a pattern. Round the walls. Either painted on or carved into the brick interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Can I do any kind of arcana check or uh, an, you an could intelligence me, check to try and decide? Yeah, give them? me a... Have you got history? Uh, I do, but no bonus. Care to go through it? No. <laughs> well, in the beginning... Well, make a history check then. 17. Oh, you were paying attention that day. You were paying attention that day as an acolyte in the uh, Twilight Monastery. You remember a lesson about a race of creatures called the Avolakia. Avolakia. A-V-O-L-A-K-I-A. They are nightmarish, super intelligent abominations, worm-like abominations that if you remember correctly, Parker, have the ability to perfectly assume humanoid form. Rather like a doppelganger. Great. And the thing that sparked your recollection is this writing, because the Avalarchia, they use their own weird alphabet that is, you think, what you're looking at. You don't speak it, you don't understand it. Oh, right. Another angle to um, the story, I can't keep track. And how far does the shaft go down? You can see, I would say, the best part of 60 feet. Right to the extent of your dark vision, it just continues to go. All the way down the walls, as it goes down, there's all these scrawls on the walls all the way down. That is exactly right. Can I see anywhere where there might be a sort of slight change in the writing? No, nothing. No, you can't see any particular change in the character or the nature of the writing or its frequency or its distribution or anything. Okay, I'm going to get a stick, and I'm going to stick it through the illusion, so to speak. Right. And then pull the stick back out again. Nothing happens. Just to check. Okay, so no, doesn't damage. No stick problems. No stick problems, yeah. Doesn't get stuck. Well, Uh, what do we think, guys? I think you should fly down. I mean, I can walk down the walls, but... I think you should walk down the walls. Are there any stones in in this shaft? Where you're standing. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, you can say there's some loose pebbles. Okay, well, I'll get a few loose peb, uh, four loose pebbles and yes. then mark them with a bit of... I'm trying to see if I've got any chalk. I'll mark them in some way. Right. And then give each, everybody a, one of these marked stones and I say, I'm just worried there's going to be more doppelganger-type things. So I, I'll say, if there's any mm-hmm. question about whether you're really the real Sessions, for example, just show me... Yeah, you hear a voice from down the shaft going, mm-hmm, yes, buff. <laughs> Just show me the pebble with the mark on it and I'll yeah. know it's the real Sessions or the real yeah. or Parker. Got it. Except, sure. of course, don't forget the last time we met doppelgangers, they were able to read our minds, which was how they were able to oh, but they won't get away with that one. Won't have the pebble, even if they can read our minds. Unless they I have mean, all of our equipment. Yeah, unless they... Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's a good idea. It might okay. be fallible. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, what next? Um, so yeah, I'll move up, up to Parker. Okay, Uncle Buggy runs up behind Parker. Sessions is so tucked no, away in the niche. There was nothing special about the ceiling, right? Nah, just brick. 
How far does the shaft um, extend down? Sorry, remind me. A long way. The, we the, don't know. Hundred feet. So, you don't know. So, when Burple chucked a pebble down, it pinged, echoed, skittered its way down for quite a long time. Okay, so what I'm... I don't know how long it takes. I don't know how you would judge it. No, or count. Fair enough. Okay, Mike. So this time, so instead of throwing it so that it hits the side wall, I will now take the stone and stretch my arm out and drop the stone so that it basically and then start to count one two what, three the stone that buggy gave <laughs> yeah no <laughs> okay drop a stone down yeah okay one two Hold up. I'm good three okay. how long does Five. it take a stone to fall oh my god that looks like a really complicated formula yeah because it's it's per meters per Second square. Oh, per second, per oh. second, isn't it? But D&D always comes to your rescue. The third answer on Google is basically in D&D terms. Yeah. <laughs> How many squares does it fall in X number of seconds? You can count to three. Three seconds. Right, so if oh, we Google okay. the same thing, we should be able to get the answer. I'm not saying three seconds. You might be like, one, two, three. Or... One elephant. Be like, two elephants. One, <laughs> one Balrog, two Balrog. Mississippi one, Mississippi two. <laughs> one type three demon. Uh, whatever, whatever the... <laughs> one, one bear even owl, star. two bear two owls, even three star. bear owls. Whatever the half equivalent is of the... Yeah, one even star, two even star. Open gain license 1.0. No, it's Open Paul. Open gain license 1.1. 1. 1. Open gain, sorry. Sometimes it's better if he's just not here, isn't it? The, um, <laughs> the, where are you? <laughs> Alessandra. <laughs> Let's not, get into that. Three, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Three seconds, Parker. Yeah. That's what you get. And you hear it go pop and then rattle and then and then stop. Anybody else want to do anything? Oh, I can't fly or jump that far. Well, I can. It's only it's a little jump, isn't it? Three seconds by craft. Yeah, it's you can walk down the wall. Yeah, three seconds isn't that. Right. Mike, is his nickname, Mike I, have the, I have the see invisible and the detect magic. I'm going to... Are either of those concentrations? Detect magic is concentration. That's annoying. It is annoying <laughs> because I can't... means I can't fly as well. Yeah. Uh, bloody annoying. <laughs> I was going to go and fly down, but I'm not going to... Uh, oh, I'm going to delay uh, it a little bit before I make that decision. Okay, I'm going to bang a piton in, attach a rope to it. Ooh, old school. Yeah, old school. Ooh, a bit old-fashioned. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to repel. Mm -hmm. No, repel. Yeah. Repel. Oh, I've got all the terminology. Down yeah. the rope, through the okay. illusion, detecting magic as I go, with my sea yeah. invisibility running and my 60-foot dark vision. It's only so a 50-foot long rope, though. I've got 50-foot of rope and 60-foot yep, of yep. vision beyond. Yep. We're going to hand wave your ability to reliably bang okay. an iron spike into the floor in a safe way and all of that, right? Yeah, of course. I'm an expert. As you're repelling, Parker can watch you descend. Mm. You hear a distant kerfuffle from upstairs behind you. Yeah. Raised voices. Like... Mm. Okay. People, we have visitors. And Verposia's voice shouts down... Do you have a friend who's going to be coming down to visit No. Yes, Alessandra. No, no, we don't. There's yeah. a person up here who says they know you. Well, we don't know anybody. Sandra, she answers to. Yeah. I said, don't know anybody. Is that you, Sandra? 
I say, up the shaft. You can see two heads silhouetted against the firelight from the chamber above. Them. I mean, it's 100 feet above you, right? Shoot them. One of them might be Faposha, one of them might be Alessandra, yes. Yeah, but it might be Alessandra. Come on no, down. Does she have a pebble? <laughs> yeah, do you have a pebble? <laughs> no, I don't think she does. Have you climbed down, Alessandra? God's sake, yes. I'll come down. You start climbing down this iron ladder. She's an out splinter, I'm telling you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'll give her a pebble anyway, a marked pebble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Bergraft. Please don't tell her what to do with the pebble. <laughs> it's going to take you a little bit of time. In the next couple of rounds, you'll make it to the bottom. Yep. Fine. Burple, you get yes. to the extent of your rope. You're 50 foot down, looking a further 60 foot down, and the pit is the same. Same dimensions, same markings, same brick wall, same everything. All right. I will dispense with the detect magic. I will activate my fly, and I will fly further down. Telling the others that's what I'm doing. Yeah, Parker sessions. Do you want us to follow? So I will go down so that I'm like 30 feet above. Okay. How far can you fly down in a single turn? 100 feet, I think. So you can get 150 feet down an extra 60 feet worth of vision, so 210. Parker, you're 30 feet behind, running along down yeah. the walls. Sessions, you're hanging back. No, no, I'm going to go 30 feet behind Parker. I'll descend the... Actually, I can, do, I can go 120 yeah. feet, so... Fine. I can okay. see to yeah. 230. Burple's 170 feet down. Parker is 140 feet down. Sessions is how far down? Let's say 100 feet down. Buggy is waiting for Alessandra at the bottom of the thing. Mm. Burple. Yes. Parker, Sessions, when you finish your descent for this turn, suddenly twin fog lamp eyes just switch on and bathe the pit looking upwards. How far down? They're about another 120, 130 feet below you. They flip on, they're looking straight up at you, and then they start very rapidly shooting towards you. And a wee should roll initiative. Oh, God. Who got a one? Four. Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. Ten. One plus. Do you want initiative for those of us up top as well? Or? For everybody? Uh, yes, maybe aware. aware. Of... You're Damn not aware. It. Okay, so um, no, you can roll eleven. initiative in a moment when you're aware. Okay. I'm just going to say one thing. Mm-hmm. If Cadbury's Dairy Milk Caramel Ice Cream wants to sponsor us at any point, I'll be well up for that. <laughs> Blooming delicious. Okay. Let us run round. Purple, what you get? 192. Purple gets 192. Otherwise known okay. as 11, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, uh, Sessions gets 10. Yep. What does Parker get? Four. Four. Oh, God. <laughs> what have I done? Right. I never and go then. first. Why don't I go first? I never go first. You're doomed. School by error. Doomed. All I'm trying to do is get a little figure to put in for this thing. I say little. <laughs> you mean enormous? Yeah, it's basically just a big mouth, isn't it? The size of the shaft, relic curve thing, isn't it? attached to a. I'm going to use that giant-sized piranha demon. Oh, what is that? It's that's rubbish. It is rubbish. Do the readers know about piranha demons? No, no it meant not. Well, some might. All the piranha ones. We've spoken about them before. They they are legendary monsters. They came from Booty and the Beast, was it? It yeah. was indeed. Booty and the Beast, yeah. Jovians. First edition. Booty and the Beast had some great things in it. So, Booty and the Beast, right. the Piranha Demon, basically, if they hit you, 
they swallowed you and digested you in one round. This thing is on 12, purple on 11, sessions on 10, Parker on 4. Some completely terrifying Hilo characters. Yeah. This thing rushes towards you. What well, is some it? sort of chain devil? Give me a perception check, purple. A chitin or whatever they're called. Ignore the mini, I just need you to get something to... Perception, I get 18. What you can see is twin fog lamp eyes are bathing you mm. as this thing rushes up the pit. A couple of things I should tell you. First of all, as it launched itself towards you, it seemed to have a form. Mm. And that form was that of a sort of cylinder with three legs and three arms and a giant head with giant fog lamp eyes in it. Sort of like a Zorn. That's what I was wondering. It seems to be made out of a sort of weird black, like a kind of liquid jelly solidified weirdness. (laughs) Right. Hmm, not a Zorn. But as it rushes towards you, it seems to lose definition. It seems to travel by flowing like a liquid, and it moves incredibly fast. At the end of its turn, it's almost on you. And as it nears you, it re-solidifies. Its three arms and three legs can reach the side of the pit. It starts bounding up the pit towards you. It's like, get really close really quickly. You need to make a saving throw as the gaze reaches you. Just thinking where my weak points are, it's definitely saving throws. I think you're going to be relatively pleasantly surprised to learn that it is a charisma save. That's not terrible. I would heartily recommend you make this save. 25. You're all right. There was a moment there where you thought, <laughs> yeah. this is just all awful and too much for me, and I think I can't handle this. And then you shook off that feeling. It's right up close to you now. Right up. Right up. You were 170 feet down. It is now 30 feet away from you. You can make out some more detail. Parker, you can make this out. Where is Parker? Parker's 30 feet above you. Right. It's got three arms. One arm ends in a huge, solid fist. What seems to be interchangeably free and empty or holding a massive great axe. More like, actually, a woodsman's axe would be a fair Mm. way of describing it. The second arm very similar seems to interchangeably be empty and then armed this one is armed with a giant glaive which is a kind of pole arm with a huge great slab like blade at the end the third arm is different there's no weapon instead of it being a kind of meaty powerful fist it's more of a sort of spec (laughs) spectral claw Um, (laughs) (laughs) no good the arm loses definition and solidity as you travel down it. By the time you reach the hand, it's more of a kind of weird, glowy, taloned, spectrally nasty. hand. That, yes, that does yeah. something nasty. Yeah. The legs are the legs. The body is the body. And <laughs> the head is just a giant mouth. We're almost in Hinchhead territory. It's got this huge maw that is packed with tombstone-like crushing chompy teeth. Like, massive, massive, (laughs) your arm comes off if it gets you, teeth. Talking of piranha demons. Purple on 11. I'm tempted to do a wall of force across the 
across the thing mm. so that it runs up and just mashes into it but that doesn't really advance us very far it just stops it and my flying would cease if I did that so I'd be standing on the other side of the wall <laughs> from it I could do an Otto's Irresistible Dance which would be quite funny because it would lose its round and would be dancing so would probably fall also it's got three arms and three legs <laughs> which, so that would be very funny but I think my preferred option is probably to dimension door the other side of it you yep. mean below it yes I mean below it there's probably something down there so we probably need to circumvent it if I dimension door it doesn't necessarily know where I've gone so it doesn't necessarily know I'm below it so it'll probably just keep going up towards Parker (laughs) (laughs) which is the downside of that particular thing but it would be quite funny what do you want to do I'm going to dimension door to where it was did I see a flaw when it I think you can infer a flaw yeah you think the pit is about 250 feet deep something like that you're guessing yeah and that maybe there's another drop below that into a chamber Mm -hmm. and that chamber must have a flaw you think that this thing has come up from that flaw I'm going to dimension door to where it was. Remember, I'm flying. So I now have a move after I dimension door. So what do I see with my 60-foot dark vision? I'm just going to move you to another map. That wall of force would have been quite funny because it's traveling, right? So effectively, it would have fallen. If it's moving 140 feet, it would have probably fallen 140 feet as it bashes into it. There you go. It's an immense chamber. It's got a domed roof a full 50 feet over a black floor worn smooth by the passage of countless creatures countless creatures like more of these things alcoves in the north and south wall hold wretched statues of worm-like monsters coiled around pillars of skulls and bones that's what you got okay is that it for you well i will move to the east and examine the northernmost uh, alcove there's no other features. There's there's basically a smooth black floor. That's right. And a couple of alcoves to the north and a couple of to the south. Each of the alcoves has a pillar. Looking in it. at this first northern alcove purple, mm. there is this a sort of pillar of skulls, mm. loosely stacked, but it's clearly carved. This is you're looking at a statue, mm. and then serpent-like coiled around this pillar is this awful looking abominable worm-like horror right. creature and it's the same with all of these alcoves all four of them yes right uh that's you mm. on the end of your turn this thing does something the strange spectral claw-like hand that arm it kind of whips that arm around and the spectral claw detaches and shoots up the pit we're doomed it streaks past you <laughs> parker sessions like a force missile of some sort big though i mean it's like the size of a child i don't know size of something and it streaks past you and you can see it head west back towards the others at the top buggy you're standing there at the base of this shaft you hear something going on definitely some kind of drama is taking place in the shaft i think we can say that you're solidly aware that there's something going on you can roll initiative Mm -hmm. but the first thing you actually materially see is this spectral claw suddenly streak over the edge of that pit and it's rushing towards you and we move on to sessions on 10 buggy you can roll initiative we can stick you in the order 
five. The spectral claw, so it rushed past me. Yep. And then over in towards sessions. No, I'm above you. It went past me as well. Oh, of course. Right. The claw, is it still, is there still any kind of sort of a line attached to... No, no, no. It attached okay. from the right. stump uh, of the okay, wrist yeah. of this thing. You don't know if it's a creature or if it's an effect or if it's a missile. It seems to travel more than anything like a magic missile. Mm-hmm. Sessions on 10. Seeking. This isn't yeah, the hand of Vecna, so- is it? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Somebody give me an intelligence history check. Hand of Vishnu. 20. Yeah. Natural 20. Yeah. Buggy, you've heard references recently to this withered hand, the hand of Asmodee an ancient name for which is Veshna, and this does very strongly resemble your understanding of what that withered hand looks oh, like. Fuck. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? This mm-hmm. thing is... It's a... Powerful. Yeah. It's an artifact. deity Sessions on 10. It's an um, artifact. So it's 70 feet beneath me, is that right? And it's one of the harbingers of the <laughs> Age of Rose. It's, and we are prophesied to bring about... It's you. 90 feet, so, I think, below you, Sessions. Oops. Mm. Maybe we should just go home. 90 feet below me. We're doomed. You're doomed. I'm not. The little hand is heading towards oh, you. Are, there's a heat get out of here. Coming You're more you. doomed than I am. Yeah. Maybe not. I think I will cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And disappear, and then I will move <laughs> up a bit. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're 90 feet from it now. As far as I can with one move. Which is 50 feet. Yes. So you're 60 feet down. And I've made myself invisible. On eight, the trapdoor at the top of the shaft that Bugraft is at the bottom of and Alessandra is halfway down shuts with a thud. Fucking hell. (laughs) Plunging that upper section into darkness. On five, it's Uncle Buggy. Let me put this hand in. What's happened to um, Alessandra? She's halfway down the shaft on her way to you. Right. So you think... I mean, if it's her, obviously yeah. she might be one of these Avalarkia yeah. perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. Attack it. Attack the hand. Attack the Avalarkia. Oh, yeah. Give it everything you've got. Can I do anything against the spectral hand that's an artifact? Mm, I'm not sure what to do. I'd be scared. Run away. I would attack the Avalarkia coming down the thing. Well, I really would. Give it everything you've I got. I can't get at it. I can't get at it. got lightning, haven't you? No, I, I swapped that with my ring of jumping. You've got a ring of jumping. You could jump up, fire off your, you know, something. No, oh, it's below, below. No, the Avalokia that's coming down in the form of Sandy. What, you think Sandy's an Avalokia? Yes. Why do you think that? Because he's paranoid. Mm. Attack it. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a shitster. <laughs> <laughs> if I attack this hand, Paul, you'll be able to use your... His sneak. No, yeah. he'll, he'll just attack you. It's not him. It's not. It's not Sandy. Him? No, it's not Sandy. Definitely oh, not. God. Really? <laughs> Making me paranoid now. Johnny, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. We've just been told about the Avalakia, and oh, you know, Sandy, God. who's disappeared, just turns up. Oh. Coincidence? Mm. I don't think so. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is Paul just saying that was a double bluff? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it could, oh, exactly. could be. Uh, it could be. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> it won't have hit points. I don't think I. What do you mean it won't have hit points? Well, it'll be spectral or something. I won't be able to hit it. You won't be able to hit that. You're quite right. I could do my meld to stone. <laughs> <laughs> Already. 
It's brick, unfortunately. Uh, is it? <laughs> un- unlucky. Yeah, it's made of plastic. Not uh, strictly stone. I'm going to do a protection from evil on myself. Yes. And then I'm going to step slightly to the south. Out of the line of sight of this, if it's got sight, this yep. horrible claw. And then I'll point Are up Are you stepping Alexandra. so far south that you can no longer see it? Yeah, why not? But I, don't um, I think that's a mistake. Surprise attack on it. Yeah. What? Don't say we oh, didn't okay, try on you. Got it in sight. I'm just slightly on the edge of the chamber. I'll point point up Alessandra. Saying. Well, you're pointing at the opening of the of the aperture, right? Because Alessandra's not visible to you. I've got my fling tongue. Alessandra is mid, <laughs> not for the first time in her life, mid shaft. <laughs> so. <laughs> Your angle. I'm very sorry. Your angle is such that, therefore, it's unlikely you can see her if you're standing to one side. I move forward and right into the middle of the room. Look up. Right at the extremity of the dim light of your sword, you can make out something that looks like Alessandra (laughs) descending towards you. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Basically, a tail making me paranoid now. I say, Sandy, is that you? What happened to Buggy? What? Alessandra replies, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. It's me, Sandy. Buggy. Sandy, is that your. It's <laughs> some kind of weird pirate. What? what? What's happened to Buggy? <laughs> well, maybe it isn't Buggy. Brilliant. That's going to confuse everything. Uh, Burple <laughs> Sessions yeah. Parker. There's some other creature behind you in that chamber. Some weird voice has just shouted out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the, maybe it's the weird hand, like it's making a buggy, little, making buggy. a little mouth. Like why don't you? Sandra, it's buggy down here. Don't believe it. How do I know? How do I know it's <laughs> buggy really down you? here. There's a, don't, there's a spectral a, hand. It's an avalakia. Kill it. Have you got your stone? Yes. You don't know about. How that. would you know about the? Yeah, how would you know about that That's I mean, true. Be, sorry, sorry. There's, there's metagaming, and then there's just taking the fucking there's piss. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll move slightly <laughs> to the south of that chamber. I'm not really quite sure what happened there, but let's move on to Parker on four. <laughs> Is this creature blocking the whole packet passage? Blocking the package? <laughs> My question is, can I move past it? It takes up the whole space, but it is not a 15 by 15 foot base. It's a yeah, 10 foot by 10 foot base. Mm-hmm. So, so effectively, yeah. Effectively, you could squeeze past mm-hmm. it and you don't draw a tax opportunity, right? I would use the disengage action. I would say you can just do it. So I'm going to go down past it, 70 feet. Yes. And when I get to the end of my movement, I'm just going to drop. Down to the floor. Yeah. You end up dropping down to the chamber with Burple. Burple is in there studying an alcove. You're in a giant hall, almost cathedral, not cathedral-like, but certainly chapel-like or church-like. On 12, it's the thing. Oh, God. Well, now, how far above it are you, Sessions? 90 feet, now I'm 140 feet. I'm also invisible, should that First things first, the hand, Uncle Buggy, ghosts into the chamber that you're in. Mm-hmm. As it reaches you, it points at you. Can you make... It's a finger of death, isn't it? A constitution yeah. save, please. Negative energy courses through you, Uncle Buggy. Does my protection from evil help at all? 
Tell me about your protection. From Until the spell cards. ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fays, fiends, and undead. Yeah. Certain of these creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, possessed by them. If the target's already charmed, frightened, possessed by a creature, it has advantage on any saving throw. You don't get advantage on saving throws against their effects? No. So, no, that's not help you. Okay, this is it. 25. You take half of the following necrotic damage as it zaps you with its zappiness. Ooh. Half of 57. 28 points of necrotic damage. Right. The next thing that happens, got to make a decision. The creature stares up the shaft. It opens its giant maw and it breathes out a cloud of brilliant motes of greyish purplish light that flood up the pit past you into the narrow passageway past the spectral hand into the chamber with Bugraft. Alessandra, if it is the real Alessandra, climbing down the shaft above, you see this cloud spreading towards you. It's quite an enchanting, beautiful sight. The moats spread like snow or dust particles and they coat all of the surfaces, the floor, the walls, the ceiling. And as they do so, they embed and grow and you realise that each moat is developing into a single, observant, malignant eye. Oh, dear. They blink and they regard. And we will find out uh, what those eyes are doing, what they're looking at, what effect they have, how much trouble you're in. Quite a Spoiler lot. alert. Tons. <laughs> when we pick things up next week. Eesh. Oh, no. All right. I think I'm going back up the ladder. Top podcast is a billowing hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright by Zo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright billowing hilltop. Role playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.